Hey there, this is Pod Almighty. Welcome to another podcasting masterclass. I'm James Marriott. And I'm Ellie Codling. We both make podcasts. We produce podcasts. We edit podcasts. We work with podcasters. And we both used to do radio. Basically, we really know audio. And Pod Almighty is all about sharing useful ideas hints, tips and knowledge with you. So we've got some exciting guests joining us as well through the episodes, but today it's just you and me, isn't it, James? It is, and we are talking about podcast trailers. Now, this is an interesting subject because uh, I suppose in the great scheme of podcasting, uh, a relatively uh, recent kind of addition into the mix of uh, of, of things that, that podcasters do. Um, so a podcast trailer is something that normally happens... Uh, it's normally done before a podcast launches properly, not all the time. And I guess the first thing for us to do is to talk about the benefits of a podcast trailer. So yeah. the reasons why uh, we say it's a, it's a really good thing for, for, for podcasters to do. Um, and I've got five or six of these. So let me run through them and then I'll get your um, thoughts on it. Yeah, go Ellie. for it. Yeah. So first of all, I think a podcast trailer is brilliant because... It is making a start. So it is actually recording something. And I think that that gets you over a bit of a little bit of a psychological hurdle, I think, when you're working towards launching a podcast. A lot of it is having conversations it's it, it's doing lots of kind of written stuff and and lots of strategizing and stuff the good thing about a trailer it's it's making a practical start and i just think that's a really important hurdle to to get over totally. so that's the first benefit i think it's brilliant because it helps you to start setting down some style as well for your uh, for your podcast so um a little bit about how uh, how maybe your podcast music works against your voice yeah. um I um, I also think, and maybe this is a separate benefit, but linked to that, it really gets you thinking about how you introduce yourself, um, how you include your call to action within your content, and also how you sign off, so how you end mm. your trailer. All those are things that you will do for your trailer, and you might want to then kind of pick those up and carry them through into your proper episode. So it really starts setting down some style for your podcast just on one of them points actually sorry the music side of things i think that's a really good point because sometimes you can choose your music and listen to your music and you think it's going to work but until you build that trailer it might not be the right kind of music that you need it might be actually that the piece of music you've chosen sounds great as a three minute piece but you only want 20 seconds 30 seconds of it and it and it doesn't fit and it doesn't work so i think that's a really good point the trailer helps you realize mm, maybe some of these elements aren't right for me and does help set the style absolutely and it's much better to do that with with a trailer than when you've got you're, you're getting close to actually launching your first episode if you have to go a few steps backwards and rethink what you're doing with the music it's better to do that as early on in the process yeah. as you uh, as you can do um all right so um i also think it's a really good starting point for a listener so if a listener finds your podcast and it doesn't matter whether this is uh, around the time of your launch or two three four five years down the line when a listener finds your podcast and thinks i'm interested in this if there's a you know 60 90 second trailer there that that they can listen to to get a feel for what your podcast is all about 
that's a little bit more inviting than saying, well, you've got to listen to this 40-minute episode to decide whether or not you like this. So it's a really good, attractive starting point for a listener. Mm. Let's just remember as well that quite a lot of the um, places where people to li- listen to podcasts now, such as Spotify, um, they allow you to uh, kind of pin your trailer to the top of your show. So it doesn't matter how many episodes in you are, a new listener will always see your trailer first. So it's just a really inviting starting point for a listener. Yeah, and that's really a good point as well. Make sure you do pin that trailer to the top because... Um... I'll be amazed at how many I think haven't done a trailer, but actually you've got to find it way down amongst all the episodes. So, yeah, pin it if you can. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think it's a really useful tool for you to promote on social media as well. So particularly um, how you kind of build up to a podcast launch on social media has has always been quite a tricky thing because you're promoting something that doesn't really exist yet. I'm a bit of an advocate for some podcasters to have a bit of a soft launch, so not to really talk about it too much on social media until there are actually episodes for people to to listen to. But if you've already got a bit of a following uh, on social media or, you know, part of your strategy includes having a period of of pre-promotion having a trailer that you can use to promote it on social media gives you an extra dimension to just writing out typing out um uh, tweets and other social media messages saying oh i've got a podcast coming soon It, it gives it an extra dimension it brings it to life on social media and further to that there's no reason why six months after launch 12 months after launch you can still go back and promote your podcast using your trailer yeah I think it's just a really good tool to connect your podcast and your social media channels. Yeah, great. Um, Right, so another couple from me. Um, I think it's a really good thing to send to your guests as well. So if you are um, approaching people to ask them to come on your podcast, that's always been a really difficult thing to know how to get right because often you're sending, it's a little bit like cold calling, isn't it? Often you're sending either maybe a LinkedIn message or sometimes it's an email to someone saying, hey, I think that you are the really authoritative speaker on this subject. I do a podcast in this area. Why don't you come on my podcast? Um, podcast. And you've got to tell them a bit about the show, haven't you? Of course you have. And of course, what you could do is point them to some other episodes. But again, you're asking quite a lot of someone to say, actually, would you mind giving up half an hour, 40 minutes, 50 minutes and listen to one of these episodes? So you can send them a link to the trailer or actually trailers, they're quite small sizes. You could probably attach it to an email Mm. and it gives them a chance to get a real feel for the show in actually quite a short amount of time. And let's remember that hopefully your, your trailer is going to sound brilliant. The help and advice that we're going to give you in this episode it's going to help your trailer sound brilliant so if it sounds really professional and really smooth i think that gives you a really better chance of that person saying yeah i'm going to go on this podcast yeah i think that's an excellent tip james top tip there um it's a real good tool for for getting guests yeah definitely I've got one other really big benefit, and this is something that I think is huge and sometimes gets a little bit lost in the mix. I'm not always sure if people realise just how useful a trailer is for this. So people, we know this, people listen to podcasts on platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and and those other apps that people uh, tend to listen to their shows on. So to get your podcast onto those apps, you have to go through a kind of a, a process of submitting it and getting it approved by those platforms. To do that, you have to have an episode of some description uploaded onto your feed. So when you first set up your audio hosting, you have to upload one episode in order to go through that process. Mm -hmm. So having a trailer allows you to submit your show to Spotify and to Apple and all those other platforms 
way ahead of you releasing your first episode. Now, this is something you only have to do once. Once you've done it and you set up those links between your podcast and those apps, then they are in place forever. So you never have to do that again, but you have to do it right at the start. And sometimes it takes a little bit of a, 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 a bit of a while. Now, anyone that's been through this process with Apple Podcasts particularly will know it should be quite smooth, but it doesn't always work out like that. And it can be a matter of sitting around waiting for a few days, um, lots of refreshing, um, trying to um, kind of, you know, get all that sorted and and, and figure out why Apple hasn't approved it yet. It's just the way that Apple work. So if you do this with your trailer, doesn't matter if it takes two or three days because you're not up against it time-wise, but you are when it comes to releasing your first episode. So do it with your trailer. Yeah. In my experience, I've always found there's always some sort of teething problem with setting up those links. Um, and they're not major things, but there's always something that needs a little bit of tweaking or um, resending. There's always something. That is the perfect tool to get that right with. Like you say, you're not worrying then. It doesn't matter that you get a bounce back email saying something's not right and it's not there or you looked for it three days later and it's still not there and you need to find the problem. So, yeah, use your trailer because then you don't have a date in mind necessarily for your first episode until you know that trailer's gone live and then you're there. Yeah, I mean, hopefully in an ideal world, we're doing this stuff with a trailer, you know, maybe maybe a few weeks, maybe even a few months before the show launches and that's that's fine in in that in that case it really doesn't matter does it if if it does take a few days a few weeks to resolve any problems um i, I don't want us to make it sound like um you know you will definitely have problems getting your show onto um apple podcast because not necessarily but the thing is that sometimes um Uh, Some of these apps don't like duplication. So if you're submitting your show and there's something else that's called the same thing, it might get rejected for that. So you might have to go a few steps backwards and you you might have to insert another word or two into the title of your podcast. You might have to have a complete rethink. And that then means you've probably got to go back and get your cover art redesigned. You might then have to re-record your trailer again. So doing all this nice and early just allows all those little things that might cause a little bit of a headache will be, you know, not you're not up against it time-wise is is, is what I'm trying to trying to get yeah and I certainly wasn't no sorry and I certainly wasn't saying that those issues are are from Apple Podcasts I'm saying in just general distribution you'll find there might be an odd issue somewhere and like you say you've highlighted what those are so yeah brill um anything else from you in terms of um highlights or kind of really good positives from uh, from doing a trailer well, yeah, I mean, you've done all the good reasons as to why you should do one. I think you've ticked them all off there. Like I say, top tip, I think, for using it with your guests as well. So easy for them to get a complete feel of what this is about, how it's going to sound um, and who you are. It's, it's, it's brilliant tip, James. Like that one. So, yeah. But for me, I guess if we're talking about how, how you go about making that trailer don't waffle keep it short who are you what's it about is key for me get out there at the start what's it about then tell us a little bit about who you are but first up what's this podcast about is where i would start what about you yeah, um, so I uh, I always advise people to follow. There is a little bit of a template that I guess that that, that I give to to people, and I I would say to start by introducing yourself. Um, I think it's what we do as human beings when you're meeting someone for the first time. Um, the first thing that that I want you to do is tell me who you are, and that's not necessarily just your name. You might want to give me a little bit of context, particularly if you're podcasting for your business. Tell me a little bit about what mm-hmm. you do and what your role 
goal is and what brings you to this point of releasing a podcast. If you're doing a podcast about business, for example, then you know, you're going to want to give me a little bit of an idea about what your credentials are that mean that you're the person to be doing this this podcast. So yeah. introduce yourself within context of what this show is. Um, and then the the most important bit is is a flavor of the show and yeah. that, that this differs slightly for everyone so it's a little bit of a feel for what the show is about it's a bit of a feel for what happens on your episodes and most importantly it's a feel for what i'm going to get out of it as a listener absolutely so, you know what's what's the benefit for me am i going to learn stuff that i didn't know am i going to hear you talking to people who are really interesting people that that i might never even have heard of before what's in it for me yeah, why exactly should i it. listen to your show yeah then i think there's some practical stuff that you should include we live in a world now whereby subscription and paid for podcasts are starting to become more of a thing so assuming that you're not going down that route i think it's all always worth including the word free somewhere within mm, your yeah, um, good trailer emphasizing the fact that it's free to listen doesn't have to be a line by itself just get the word free in somewhere i also think it's really worthwhile pointing people to where they can listen to it um and there's a there's a few ways of doing that and probably the easiest way is just say um you know you'll be able to find it wherever you normally listen to your podcasts and that's fine maybe you give a couple of examples so you say you'll be able to listen to it on spotify and apple or wherever you normally listen to your um podcasts or i say to people sometimes well let's remember that the majority of people in the world are still not regular podcast listeners so maybe your podcast when you when you post your trailer onto facebook or linkedin maybe your podcast is the one that is is going to get someone over that line and make them think right i'm going to listen to this i really want to hear this this is going to be the first podcast that i listen to mm. so saying wherever you normally listen to podcasts actually might not be very helpful for someone Maybe you can assume that someone listening to your trailer might not have listened to a podcast before. So you can phrase it in a way that um, is really welcoming and helpful to them. So yeah. if you, uh, you could phrase it in a way that says you can listen to it using the podcast app that's on your phone or through Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you can listen to it on my website mm. at, you know, some way that just makes it really clear, mm. really nice and easy for someone that might not have listened to uh, a podcast before yeah absolutely i'd also include if you if you're absolutely certain how often you're going to be doing it i'd include that mm -hmm. so if it's going to be a weekly podcast say it's a weekly podcast if it's going to be twice a month if it's going to be monthly then say it. if you don't know then don't mention it i don't i don't think it particularly matters but i always think if someone says it's going to be weekly that for me suggests all right they're really taking this seriously they're committing at this point to say they're going to do it every week so it's not someone that says i'm going to do it whenever i fancy it i might do one and then not do one for six months I am going to do it every week. Mm. I think it shows that that you're committing to the listener and therefore as a listener I'm a, I'm a little bit more willing to say all right I'm going to commit yeah. to you then I'm going to say I'm going to hit that I'm going to hit follow and, and I'm, I'm I'm going to carry yeah. on listening to your um to your podcast so I think if you do know it's a really good bit of information to yeah. um to slip in there obviously call to action so you know what should someone do next um, that might be follow the podcast it might be uh, to go to your website it might be to follow you on social media I always say to people I think you should keep it to one 
an absolute push to calls to action. If you start listing different social media platforms and all different handles and email addresses and phone numbers and all kinds of different information, it gets lost in the mix and I just give up. Yeah. If you give me one... But that's what your show notes are for, isn't it? You can put them on a trailer. You can put a little side note with it. So stick it all in there. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think it's, it's good for you to give this feeling of this is not going to be an overwhelming show, right? We're keeping things mm. nice and simple. So just give me one really clear call to action. Ideally, I think it's probably a website and then you can still point people to your social media profiles from your website. Or maybe it's mm. a website and just one handle. So you kind of say, oh, this is my website. Or you can tweet me at, you know, and I think that's where having a couple of calls to action is still yeah. nice and friendly. And then just a sign off. You know, I think it's as, as simple as, as that. A really nice, warm sign-off where um, I always like saying something like, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking to you again soon or, um, you know, I look forward to speaking again soon. Some, something along those lines that I think is just nice, warm and, and friendly. How, how does that yeah. sound to you, Ellie? Yeah, it sounds good. And all of that, you know, you should try and do it in about uh, six seconds to 90 seconds long. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's totally achievable. But if you do that, though, I think you definitely, definitely need to prep your trailer, even script it if you want, or if, you, if you're confident, bullet point it. But for sure, have all those things in the order that you're going to say them. Remember, at the top of your top of everything you're doing, you're always thinking about the listener. What is it they need to know? What is it that they're going to get from this podcast? Have the listener in mind. Do all those things we've said in in an order and keep it short. I always think run a bed underneath helps keep it pacier as well. So and it gives people a flavour of your music. So use that as a as a music as a music bed as we call it. So the music runs all the way through the entire podcast um, trailer so that they get an idea of it and it'll help you keep it pacier as well. Ideally, definitely don't go over two minutes. From my perspective, I feel if I see a trailer that says it's three, three, four minutes long, I'm already thinking, right, <laughs> so um, try and keep it under two minutes as best as you can. I know we have given you a lot of tips there, but that's why it's good to script it so you can get that message across really concisely and you try and get everything you're saying who you are in a couple of sentiment sentences, what the podcast is about in a couple of sentences, call to actions, you know, and keep the flow there with your with your bed. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you say there about, you know, remember it's what what's in it for the listener. Don't forget, you know, this is probably going to be the first experience you have of communicating with someone who hopefully is going to go on to become a listener to your podcast this is your first impression isn't it and and you know all, mm. all the stuff about dating and first impressions how important that is that's that's what this is so just remember don't overcomplicate this you're talking to someone people have only got one set of ears they can only listen with one <laughs> set of ears so when you're talking to someone when you say you it means them it doesn't matter how many mm. different people listen to it that they, they, they can only interpret that as meaning them so it's your chance to make that connection and say look yeah. what what you'll get out of listening to this is such and such or what I'll be sharing with you you know use lots of first and second person kind of um, uh, pronouns and, and just really everything you can can 
to to make that connection nice and early because that is part of how you'll convert someone into uh, a podcast listener. I agree with what you say, Ellie, in terms of I would absolutely keep it to a minimum of a, of a minute. I wouldn't go under a minute. And the reason for that is the way that, that podcast statistics work is that someone needs to listen to at least one minute of any podcast for it to count as a listen slash download, which which are the same the same thing. Um, so if, if your trailer is less than a minute, you'll never be able to monitor how many people have listened to it. Now, you know, that might not be particularly important, but it's kind of nice, isn't it, to get a feel for, you know, mm. if, if a couple of hundred people have listened to your trailer in the first couple of weeks, you're probably going to think, all right, that's that's really promising. That's really good. But if it's less than a minute long, you will never know how many people have listened to it. So a minimum of a minute. And I always say, yeah, probably a maximum, ideally no longer than two minutes. If you've got yeah. quite a complicated format or you go down a route maybe of doing something that's a little bit more involved with your trailer, an absolute maximum of, of three minutes. And, and, and when I say a little bit more complicated, some people might already have some episodes that are recorded and they might drop in some clips of their podcast into their well, trailer, yeah. which is a nice thing to do. I think that's much more advanced than what we're talking about today. And I'm I'm not sure it's all that necessary at this point, but this actually brings me on to um, a few other kind of hints and tips that I wanted to drop in. And one of them, um, of course, is don't forget you can always update your trailer further down the line. It isn't a static thing. It's not the case of once it's done, Mm. then that's it. You can always re-record your trailer. You can delete the one Mm. that you've already done. You can do uh, a new one. You could get into a habit maybe of updating it every six months or so. I think that's absolutely fine. The other thing that I would say when we've talked really largely about doing this before your podcast launches, but I would avoid talking about your podcast in a future tense. So, um, you know, kind of looking forward to the show launching. If you make it a little bit more general, that makes it timeless and it's still a tool after launch. So we talked earlier about pinning your trailer to the top of your show in, in, in those different podcast apps. Great thing to do. But if your podcast talks about your show coming soon, once it's launched and there's already some episodes there, someone listens to the trailer and thinks that doesn't make sense it doesn't sound great does it it sounds a little bit clumsy so try and make it sound timeless so you know every episode is or um you know each episode explores or on each episode there's a guest and you can talk about it very much in kind of general present tense and it still sounds fine before launch and it will sound fine after launch um, Absolutely. One one other quick tip from from me, and I think we've probably covered this in, in terms of talking about length, is just not to get confused between a podcast trailer and some people like to do kind of an introductory episode or um, sometimes it's called episode zero, which is a little bit like um, if you've got a bit of a story to tell as host, which sets up the reason why you're doing this this podcast. Sometimes you can't do that in 60, 90 No, that is, seconds. is true. So sometimes, Especially if you've got a few... Sorry, especially if you've got a few of you on your podcast, if it's not just a a one-to-one chat and there's three or four hosts, it is difficult to get you all across on a trailer. So, yeah, absolutely. carry on. (laughs) If if you're exploring a sensitive subject and it's necessary to explain maybe something that's happened to you in the past that brings you to this point, then it's a really good idea to do almost like a bonus or, you know, introductory episode. Um, And that's something that's separate from your 
trailer. You can't go into that kind of depth in your trailer. No. So it's better to almost kind of gloss over that. Then you can separately no. do uh, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes that's kind of an introductory episode that, that goes into that detail. But those things are separate. So in your mind, separate yeah. them. And remember in your trailer, it's not about getting your full story across. You can do that separately somewhere somewhere else. Mm. Mm. No, really good advice. Yeah, that, that's that's Brill. it. I think we're about there, don't you? I, I think between um, the, those things that we've talked about there, that's a really good, solid starting point for uh, for a trailer and a good template as well that will really kind of help you to get something, yeah, pretty good put together. If you yeah. do struggle with it, please reach out to either of us. We're always happy to, to yeah, help that's, people. That's it. Um, yeah, send us a script if you want. If you're not sure, then send us across what you've written and, and we can give you a few tips on that. Excellent. Brilliant. Right. Well, thank you, Ellie. It's been a good old chat, this one, and hopefully some, yeah. some really useful stuff there. Um, if there is a subject that you would like us to cover or a guest that you'd like us to talk to on a future episode of Pod Almighty, please do get in touch. You can find all our details in the show notes or you can contact us via wearesoundmedia.com. You can also find our previous episodes of the podcast at podalmighty.co.uk or, of course, by searching in your podcast app. And join us again next month where we explore more of the big wide world of podcasting. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.